0: And we're back with another episode of the MDM Podcast. Joe Morales here with Jake Schwinger. And Trevor is out. He is, I believe, touring uh, Siena, his, his soon-to-be school. So instead, so I'm joined by Jake Schwinger. Jake, what's going on, buddy?
1: Oh, I'm doing good. This is also reported for recorded for uh, Chad and I's SMR podcast as well, you which, go. Joe, you're a, a part of as well.
0: Yeah, somewhat. I think I've been on there once or twice.
1: It's better when you're on there as well. <laughs>
0: Well, there we go. Uh, listen, we can start in a few different ways. The baseball talks are heating up. The New York Rangers are playing terrifically, but I wanted to start in East Rutherford, or the Giants' practice, and that's where Joe Shane was introduced as Giants general manager. And both of us haven't had a chance to comment on the matter yet. But I, th- I think we can quickly sum it up, and and I'll both agree that the hire is okay. Uh, do we have any issues with that? Do we object?
1: Uh, no issues. Obviously, we're not we're not general manager. Gurus. We we don't really know any of these guys. Uh we were just hoping that they'd come from some sort of winning culture. Right. And the Bills obviously are a winning culture.
0: That was it. You need a winning team right there. And they Joe Shane was the general manager of the Bills, so you found you found a winning team there. And so far, so good with Joe Shane. Nothing to complain about was opening presser The big thing that stuck out there were two things really, and they kind of correlate, is that Daniel Jones, for now will be his quarterback next year, and he blamed his struggles on the previous regime, basically, by saying he's never on his feet, which is very true. We witnessed that firsthand, and we all know that's true. But he also seemed to give Saquon Barkley a boast of confidence. And this is, uh, at least for me, it was a, a heavy topic this year, whether or not you can cut ties with Saquon Barkley or bring him back for the fifth year. And by the sound of this, it sounds like Joe Shane wants to keep Saquon Barkley, keep Daniel Jones, and build up that offensive line. Great strategy. We've been trying to do that for a few years with a new guy in charge now. So let's see how this goes, Jake.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm obviously excited to see what Shane has to bring. I think keeping Jones was the right option. I was very surprised at what Mara and uh, Shane had to say about completely neglecting Deshaun Watson and not even going after him. Obviously, Watson has his legal issues. Um, with Barkley, uh, I'm glad they're keeping him. I want to see off of his second year from the ACL and the ankle injury he sustained. And, and I think Shane's going to work through the draft. Obviously, there's not a lot of cap room there. They're either under the cap by a mill or just barely uh, over in, in that case.
0: Right, and I don't know about you. This, this part didn't bother me as much. I love the transparency that we got with John Mara. He came out and said, yeah, Deshaun Watson doesn't fit he, here. We don't have we don't have room for him. We don't have money.
1: <laughs> Mar- Mara has been very, very open with his last few press conferences. Really the honest. one where when they announced Judge's firing and then now with Shane, I guess that was his intro- kind of his introductory press conference. How open Mara has been now saying that Jones is the quarterback, saying that there's not going to be anything with Watson, say- giving Barkley the boast of confidence, and basically saying after they fired Judge that... They need to take this process slowly, which I, I don't know how slowly two weeks after the season has been, but obviously they're going to look at it through more of, they, they got to look at it a little bit more in depth, especially the coaching hiring.
0: Right. And I I love the way they're going about this. I love the open honesty. And it's not like... You know, mean honesty is is a nice way to put it. It's not him going out there and saying Joe Judd sucked. He was a terrible head coach. Or Deshaun Watson is a terrible quarterback. He's being frank with you. They don't have money for Deshaun Watson. He has ongoing legal issues. He was not dancing around that, which I love. Now,
1: It's not not the right fit as of – like right now, as of right now, it's not the right fit. Right. And I think Mara blatantly said that.
0: And so far, I feel like they're going about this the right way. They got a—I'm not going to call him a prestigious assistant general manager, but like you said, he comes from a winning team. They're not hiring a special teams coordinator, as we know, which Joe Judge was. They look to be going after an offensive coordinator who, one, has developed a quarterback like Brian Dable has with Josh Allen, or an experienced head coach that wins. Like, and I don't want to, you know, praise Dan Quinn as the winningest head coach of all time, but Brian Flores is in that boat and what he's been able to do with that Dolphin team. So it's not like we're going for some... I hate to call Joe as a scrub, but a special teams coordinator on the Patriots. We're going for an offensive or defensive-minded head coach. I love that aspect of this.
1: Uh, Especially number one guy I, in my mind is probably, it's probably going to have to be Flores, believe it or not, because Flores is a, a game management coach. He's not, he's not going to be calling offensive plays. He's not going to be calling defensive plays. He's going to be managing the game. He's going to see the over, overall going of the game. He's going to see how the offense is going, how the defense is going, and he's going to make his decisions based off of that. Obviously, if you got more of an offensive-minded coach like Dable, he's probably going to be calling the plays, and that's going to leave him to uh, have to hire other coordinators as well to overview the rest of the team.
0: To me, this is 1A and 1B, and I had this conversation with my dad the other day. Joe Shane doesn't have the history for us to call him incompetent yet. He's, he's brand new here. So I, I, I said it with the quarterback, too, which we'll get into in a few minutes. I am going to trust whatever Joe Shane does for now because he is not giving me a reason not to not trust him. So whether it's I Brian can't. Flores or, Bri- or 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 Brian Dable, it doesn't matter to me. It's 1A and 1B. I trust right now that the new general manager is going to make the right choice. And you can't go wrong with either one of them. I think they're both tremendous choices. But oh. I am going to be on board with whatever Joe Shane does for this year. Now. If he does choose Brian Dable and the Giants go one and fifteen next year, and he's fired after, after his first year,
1: the, the, there's going to be some sort of issue. We have the right next gonna a, year, and it's going to be a very big issue. We'll
0: have we'll we'll have we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, have, we'll before, have the right next year to complain and you know pick and choose what head coach we want. But right now, between Dable and Flores, it's one A and one B. As you
1: said, we can't criticize anything that Joe Shane does until the product is put on the put on the field, even if the Giants. Call me crazy here. Say they, they have the two first-rounders. They're both top ten. Obviously, the first one probably has to be some sort of offensive lineman. I, I don't know if I can criticize if Shane dares drafts a quarterback or, or a guy like Kyle Hamilton, a safety, who the Giants don't necessarily need. They need offensive line and pass rush. You can't really criticize it until you've seen what the product looks like on the field and what the, what the needs are after that.
0: Well, if you're talking this year, he cannot now pivot and go 180 and take a quarterback. After he gave Jones the boast of confidence, he can't go out and draft a quarterback now. This is what happened with Dave Gettleman. He turned out to be a pathological liar. He loves Odell, then he trades him. Uh, they, they don't think that Daniel Jones would be available at 16. No other team wants Daniel Jones. Dave Gettleman turned out to be a pathological liar. I do not want Joe Shane following in those footsteps and lying to the fan base every chance he gets. So him taking a quarterback, not a good idea. That's your uh, sale.
1: Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't support that, obviously, with with uh, him giving Jones the boast of confidence today at the presser. But one thing that's been brought up if they if the Giants do end up hiring Dable is that he has ties with Trubisky from Buffalo, and they were talking about possibly bringing him in to s- compete with Jones and have some sort of competent backup because if, as you've seen, Jones has gotten hurt the last two years, mm-hmm. and we've had to see Mike Glennon, Jake Fromm, and Colt McCoy come in as backups. And, they, I mean, McCoy won that game in Seattle, but I, I want to see some sort of competent backup quarterback.
0: Yeah, I mean, we cannot have a situation where we're trotting Mike Glennon out there again. I mean, it was, it was disaster this year. That
1: was a di- disastrous. They
0: need some sort of stability after Daniel Jones, because he's going to get hurt. He gets hurt every year. There's no doubt about it.
1: Christy. Trubisky, he—he's not a. Fun, I mean, he was a former, uh, first overall pick. I'm not saying he I mean, obviously hasn't proven he was already trade well cut slash traded, but I mean, it wouldn't be a bad backup to have. Maybe he turned something around with Dable.
0: No, it w- it wouldn't shock me, and it also wouldn't shock me if well not after today, but it wouldn't have shocked me if they had a placeholder quarterback this year and then tried to get a Bryce Young next year. And all these things would not have shocked me. But I think you're right. They need to get some sort of backup quarterback here just to have some stability behind Daniel Jones. Because like I said, you cannot have another Mike Lennon situation where you're trotting him out there, uh every you know, every time Daniel Jones gets hurt. And that's a big thing with Daniel Jones. The injury bug has bit him every year now. So this is definitely it has to be his last year on the job for Dan. Unless he has a spectacular oh, unless year, unless he has some superstar do, yeah, season, doesn't get hurt, of puts up light, you know, ridiculous numbers. This ha- damage Jones has to go if if he if he's doing you know what he's done the last three years all over again.
1: Obviously, I'm full. I'm all supportive on the, the bandwagon, of, of keeping Jones another year. But, I mean, this is this is the year. It's always the third year with the guy that hasn't really proven himself yet. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's proven that he's a bad quarterback, but he also hasn't proven that he's 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 an elite or, or just a good quarterback either.
0: Right. No, you're absolutely right. And maybe if you build around him, you give him an offensive line, maybe another I think receiver. What,
1: I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. I mean, look at how bad the O-line was last year. I mean, Will Hernandez was, was ranked the worst right guard in the league, and there's yeah. 180 of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's not. I, I was gonna say get a receiver too, but it's not fair to judge Kenny Galladay when half the year's quarterback was Mike Glennon. It's it's yeah. really un it's really unfair to 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 um, you know throw away Kenny Galladay just yet. It's not it's not the time for and, that.
1: And we don't even know what Tony has and, and possibly. Well, to him too. Like He's got to
0: stay LC. on the field, dude. He's got to be on the field. Yes,
1: hundred percent. And we don't know what what Jones would look like with a healthy. Obviously, Darby needs to stay healthy as well. That was also an issue this year. But this, but this has been this
0: has been the story though for the last years, last few years, and this is what ifs. It's great to have these what ifs, but it never never happens, and there never seems to be a backup plan either. I mean, was there one receiver this year on the Giants that besides Tony, when he played, that you looked up and said, "Wow, you know, he's a difference maker." There's none. Barkley was terrible. Jones, when he played, wasn't anything spectacular because he had no offensive line. So, I think the he, thought here by, by Shane is just to just build around him.
1: Do you see any issue with the Giants giving Barkley the boast of confidence that he's coming back? Uh, Say that again? Uh, do, do you have an issue with them giving Barkley the boast of confidence and obviously bring him back for no, another
0: year? No, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I don't think – I think Saquon Barkley's honeymoon is over. I think we've seen the best of Saquon Barkley with this team. But – if you're not going to get anything spectacular for him, and you can't just flat release him and get picked up in a second, but I think it's the right move to try to him back out there. It
1: has to be. And by by no means do I think Barkley's a bad running back. I think obviously, I think a lot of it has to do is mentally. A, a lot of it this year mean? has been. What do you mean? Was mental? It, a lot of it, it. It's been in his head. Why? I mean, what, what do you mean? In his head. Uh well, he he's thinking. He, well, how would you know that? You got to do. You
0: gotta do and not think. How would you know that?
1: He's come out and said, "I'm, I'm not. I'm not there. I'm physica- He he's mentally not there.
0: He's just not not there." Yeah, th- 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 I, that's another excuse. You look at his rookie year. He didn't have a great offensive line in his rookie year, and he didn't put up a thousand yard year. What's the excuse this year? He's not mentally there. Get mentally there. That I don't have to tell you.
1: Um. He, yeah, yes. He guys to excuses. Finally get
0: there. His rookie year, he was terrific. Well, what changed?
1: I mean, next year it's the year. It's it's his final year. It's gonna be Jones' final year unless I see something out of him, which obviously I hope I do because they draft him with the sixth overall pick when they could have drafted a, a pass rusher. Right. That could still be on the team right now.
0: Right. And I think, and again, we'll, we'll circle back to this, then we'll wrap it up. I think again, you have to see ridiculous numbers from Daniel Jones for him to come back a fifth year.
1: What 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 do you call, like, ridiculous numbers? Like, over 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns?
0: 30 is a lot. I'm not wow. going to say he's got to put those numbers. Right? he's He's got to win some games, too. That's, that's, that's the bottom line. He's got to win games. He See, needs to be the reason know? they win games, too.
1: You and I have had conversations about this, and— I don't know the direction where the Giants are heading. Mm-hmm. Can't, I can't tell you if they're in for a rebuild, and I can't tell you if they're trying to compete with no cap. I mean, obviously, they're going to have to, but because a rebuild would mean knocking it all down, which, I mean, they sort of have with got getting a new coach and a GM, but it would also mean most likely drafting a quarterback in a rebuild. Like, I don't know where they're headed.
0: But I, I don't know what path they have. Like you said, usually a bad team they have you know some money to spend and and they have players who can trade. I can't name I mean, one player on this team that you can trade were, away to free up to free up money. I, I there's not one.
1: sure they were going for it all. They thought Jones was. Well, I don't I don't want to say going for it all, but they bought into. They took a big step. What where they ended? They they try, They thought they had a big step going forward. Uh, it was a ginormous step back, right? And, and I, I don't know where they go. I, and, I really don't.
0: And now they're in that weird purgatory state where they have to try and just, you know, not even try. They're just they going to just, win. They're, they're just going to be bad, though. They can't win. It's not the team that's going to win games. But I mean, they're just going to trot it back out there. They have no other
1: choice. Uh, yeah. I I don't know where the team is gonna. Where are they? It, it it can't be a rebuild. That that's all I have to say. Is it's not. I can't call it a rebuild. I, I don't. Not, I don't think
0: you can call it a rebuild because they're not doing anything to rebuild. They're just gonna. They're just gonna play. It's as simple as that. They're gonna go like play the football. Same,
1: they're throwing probably close to the same roster. Yeah. As they're gonna throw out there next year, uh, and you know who's gonna end up being gone? Evan Engram's gonna end up being gone.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Again, if you can get draft picks from these players, do it. I'm maybe Brian. Uh, Brian uh, not Brian. Excuse me. Maybe Joe Shane is one of these GMs that you can that swindles other other guys and gets you know ridiculous picks for players. If that's the case, trade all these guys away and get picks. I'm I'm, I'm all on board for that.
1: Zero issue with that. Um, any, anything else on the Giants though? No,
0: I got I got nothing else there. Where do you want to head next? This is, this is your call now
1: want you want to go into some baseball go you for it. Start go t- 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 take it away
0: Jake we'll flip we'll, we'll, we'll right. the scripts here right.
1: so we'll go to the labor union and some of the meetings that they have and they've made some sort of progress I know some person made it out to seem like they were almost done with whatever they have to do on Twitter but I mean to be fair they're not even closer right now they're just they're literally just talking about like just straight up money like arbitration money I mean they're not even like close. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it close. Obviously, it's a step in the right direction. They've talked the last two days, and, and they're not talking today, which is an issue. I think they should be talking every day, whether it's for thirty minutes or whether it's for three hours. They they need to get somewhere with with uh. What
0: what, what we know so far is that. They're both. They both seem to be dropping earlier proposals they have, which is a step in the right direction. Absolutely. Now, what they have left to negotiate is is still to be determined. It's I think I think there's what there's some draft stuff they want to negotiate and and they dropped the arbitration stuff. It's 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 draft drafting and competitive not uh, competitive balance tax is another one, but also the uh I'm, I'm blank on the name the money that revenue share. Thank you. The the revenue sharing that 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 the lower market teams get. though, That seems to be the next big board of contention. Now,
1: did you see with the, I think it was the arbitration pool of like the top 30 war players, the owners proposed 10 million and the players proposed 105. <laughs> like that's not even, you call that negotiating. I mean, that is how how much farther can you get apart from that?
0: Let's be adults here. Let's just meet in the middle.
1: That, that is a su- substantial amount. And obviously to me and you, we only care about the, the competitive side. We care about, like, the extra inning rule, runner on second rule, DH, like that kind of stuff. We don't really care much about, like, the arbitration money, revenue money. You get know, you know what I'm saying? Well,
0: I'll give you a reason you should. Now, you have a new sexy big owner that likes to spend money you're going to learn very soon. It's not fun to be taxed. At least you've seen it. My owner likes to dance around on this tax and avoid some big-name players so so he doesn't have to pay the tax. It would be nice if there is either a higher luxury tax or no luxury tax at all.
1: And I agreed when You remember when Scherzer had his whole press conference, and they even talked about with, like, the lockout coming up, like, where are you standing with some of these teams like like the Orioles and the Pirates right. who are just in an you know, yeah. pay and I mean Sergio's making more money than four teams combined. Right. I, I agree with the fact that every team should have to meet some sort of money threshold, whether it's like eighty million, a hundred million, like something like that. Right.
0: No, I'm not I'm not opposed to that. Now I understand the needs to, I am not in favor of a salary cap and baseball likes to pride itself on being the only sport without a cap.
1: tax, no doubt.
0: Yeah, the luxury tax is probably the way to go. Now, if you're making a floor, you can definitely raise the luxury tax. I don't have an issue with that. I just find it very annoying. And these are all, you know, first world problems for us, as I joke. But the fact that I see Brian Cashman dancing around big free agents because he doesn't want to pay, you know, a tax on every dollar that he goes over over the luxury tax, and you're gonna learn if they keep the luxury tax, you're gonna learn it very soon how annoying it is.
1: I don't even. I'm not. I'm going to be honest. I don't even know like how the luxury tax like. Once, once you, you over, hit a you certain
0: threshold, every dollar that you go over the threshold, you get taxed a certain amount.
1: It, it, is it like a lot? Like to. I'm not. I'm like not a, sure on the number, but there's
0: but there's different thresholds. If you get to a certain amount, they'll take away your picks and stuff. Like there, there's some serious uh, downside to spending a lot of money.
1: We, which I mean, we've seen so far this off season. Cullen has basically neglected that threshold. Right. And, I mean, we've seen for the last few off-seasons since the Yankees acquired Garrett Cole is that they are very... They have been very against signing big free agents. And what one guy that you in specific wanted was a guy like Corey Seager. Yes. A nice lefty bat to put in Yankee Stadium. The guy got 10 years, three hundred and fifteen million million. That's, I mean, that's a lot of money that obviously... Cashman was not willing to spend and to go over that amount.
0: Right, right. And, I mean, with with the Mets, y- you you saw with Scherz this year that, you know, the, Steve Cohen obviously thinks that there will be no luxury tax or he's just okay with going over it. Reg- regardless of the fact, I think some of the owners knew it was coming up, you know, with the locker, room. I think the owners knew it was going up. Yeah. Yeah. Now… Um, one more thing. i I mean, I just saw a tweet that they're that they're actually getting closer to a deal. I don't buy it because it's one of these like, foo foo beat reporters okay, with three thousand followers. Because I was listening to
1: Card Rob. What's the guy's
0: name? Chris Halakie. He's a Texas Rangers beat reporter for Sports Illustrated. Eh, not that bad.
1: Is he verified? Is he verified? Is he
0: verified? No, he is not. Thirty six hundred uh, followers.
1: I'll, I'll take that with you. with a grain of salt. Yeah, I'll, one. I'll believe there, it when I see was it. There were some. There was some. They were debating on Carden and Roberts yesterday in the afternoon at like five o'clock. There, there's some new, like up and coming ESPN writer that said that the MLB and the players are progressing very, very quickly and are close to the close to getting done negotiations mm-hmm. with which Carden and, Carden and Roberts both completely shot down that fact. That right. right. Which, which I completely agree with. Yeah, but,
0: and you brought it up earlier. If you were in a work stoppage, and spring training is the pitchers and catchers, it's actually it's actually a month away. It's exactly one month away. Why aren't you meeting every day trying to resolve this?
1: It should. And I've had conversations before with my dad and some other people that they're going to wait obviously until the last minute and then they're going to press to do it because that's just what ends up happening every single year. Every well, every single year that they've had to do on these labor union talks. And it is and I incredibly mean, frustrating. It, so. It's not promising. What what was least promising about it was the whole thing that went on with the COVID shutdown and them trying to reboot the season mm. is how long it took them to yes. develop some sort of labor talk. Right. And, I, and I knew going into this that this was going to be a while. And we've seen it's been over... We're, we're getting in on two months of this Almost now. Months, yeah. no,
0: if, I think... Uh, February third will be two months. Do, uh, do
1: you think spring training ends up? No, I, I think time?
0: I think we're getting unless there is significant progress in the next week or so. I think we're getting delayed because remember they th- they report a few weeks earlier. Pitchers
1: and catchers, though. pitchers and
0: catchers, yeah, they report a few weeks earlier.
1: Uh, I think once again, as I said before, they're gonna they're gonna get pressed and they're gonna be pressed really quickly. Um, I, out of a hundred percent right now, I'd say they're about like. Fifteen or twenty. I hope so. I mean, I, 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 I hope they move quickly. I give you that much. I
0: like what I like what your new manager Buck Showalter said. How he's going to go down to Florida in February on February third and just wait for players in Port St. Lucie. I think that's a tre- t- tremendous line.
1: He'll sit on a seat in the dugout and wait for the first pitcher or war catcher to arrive. That,
0: that, what do you he say? He's allowed to talk to right. He, uh, there was one last
1: thing. It was. Uh, the minimum salary MLB offered 615k, and the players want 775. Can, can, we, player can we just up. meet?
0: Can we just meet in the middle with this stuff? I mean, I'll,
1: give I'll, give I mean, I'll give you one. I'll give you 700.
0: I mean, and and, and, and with the with the arbitration stuff too. If they're offering 10 mil, and the other ones are offering 150 mil, I mean, that, that is I
1: far. I find it concerning that they're calling this negotiations, right. and like this is that far. Just, like, just meet in the middle. Like, just meet in the middle. Let's be adults here. Be I mean, I mean, you. It, it's as you as you said in previous shows.
0: It's millionaires going against billionaires. Yeah, and, and I mean, people like so, us, we don't we don't want to hear th- about that. Th- stuff. That does
1: not mix well. It doesn't. Mix
0: no, well. uh, and 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 the, the the middle guy, the average guy, who just wants to watch the games, does not care about that stuff. And and it bothers them, which
1: I completely agree with.
0: I right, I completely agree with that.
1: Not as you.
0: Jake, anything uh, else you want we... to talk about? Uh, no, I
1: got nothing else. All right, uh, okay. you, you you ready to talk some Hall of Fame? Let's do it. All right. So, as we saw yesterday, they announced the Hall of Fame. And it was the last year for Bonds, Clemens, Schilling, and I think Sammy Sosa as well. Not mm-hmm. that he really matters. Yes. But the only person to get inducted this year is, is uh, David Ortiz. Uh, I think that's well-deserved. But uh, I'm very disappointed that the writers didn't vote Bonds and Clemens. And I think they both deserved it as well.
0: I'm going to read you who I voted for. I voted for okay. Bonds, Clemens, Helton, Ortiz, A-Rod, and Schilling. So what's that? Five? One, two, three. Yeah, I voted for—excuse uh, me, excuse me, six. I voted for uh, six I, guys this year.
1: Uh, I would have found it funny if showing had gotten in after the whole thing last year. About right. How right. And, and and yeah, he, he asked me not to vote really funny.
0: But I I still vote because I think he's a whole favorite. Now, I will say this. I know we, we disagree on this stuff, and we'll, if you want to get we'll get into it. The thing that bothers me the most, and it's the it's it's so funny how people will vote for Kurt Schilling, who asked not to be voted for over Barry yeah. Bonds. That stuff is it's, it's hilarious to me. If, if 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 you need more more proof on why this voting stuff needs to be reformed, look at the look at those people. Look at these idiots that vote for Kurt Schilling but not Barry Bonds. I,
1: I saw the numbers, and Bonds' numbers went up every single year except for. His second and third year of eligibility, mm-hmm. I, I was surprised to only see it at sixty six percent. I thought he'd be in the seventies. I thought I thought he'd be a lot closer than like nine or ten percent off. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well,
0: I've noticed, and, and if, you, think, if, if 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 you don't follow the guy on Twitter, I think his name is Mister Tibbs. He's the guy that that tracks all those Hall of Fame stuff. Now, yeah. what I tend to have, what I tend to notice the last few years is the people who release their ballots publicly. Tend to vote for Barry Bonds more than the people who don't. So I think that goes to show you that first of all, they're scared of being judged by Barry Bonds, which shows me that more people than not think that Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame.
1: Um. What was that again? I didn't hear.
0: I was saying that I I forgot, but but the fact that Barry Bonds is not in, and that people who hide their ballots and not release for to the public, don't vote for him, I think it goes to show you how people really feel about Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. I think yeah, a lot of people deserve, think he deserves to be in there, but people who don't vote for him are not okay with it being publicly known from their point of view. Uh,
1: I, I think it, 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 your, your vote, you, you can make it public, you cannot make it public. Personally, I le- obviously, I like to see it publicly. And I mean, I told you this stat, I think it was a week ago, it was with, like, 45% of the votes, and Bonds was at, like, 80%. And, right. I, and I was telling you, I, I think I like his chances. And, I mean, he got down to 66. Yeah. I thought that was a crazy number. So, I was watching M- Mets Hot Stove last night, and they had A. J. McCarron on, who is, like, uh, who, who who will vote for the steroid users. And then they had John Harper on last night. Mm-hmm. Who is very anti steroid? This, this this is John Harper's ballot, and I th- I'm like, what is this ballot? Looking at it, Todd Helton, Andrew Jones, Jeff Kent, Scott Rowland, Kurt Schilling, and Billy Wagner. Kurt
0: Schilling, there you go. He did he did it, but he over not This might
1: be this might be the dumbest ballot I've looked at. And obviously, this is all opinionated, so I can't call someone's opinion stupid. But this is dumb. This is you put Schilling on the hoop, wish to not be on there. You didn't vote for Bonds, you didn't vote for Clemens, you didn't even vote for for Aaron or, or David Ortiz. You didn't even vote for Ortiz, that's the big one. The one, the two people on there that I would vote for are probably Helton and Billy Wagner. I think Billy Wagner deserves to be in.
0: Yeah, I, if you if you're a closer that gets in the Hall of Fame, you have to be a very good closer. I don't think I don't think he was Hall of Fame level closer.
1: And, and we we've had discussions about this. There's the difference between very good and elite.
0: Yes, I, I, really don't, I don't I don't think low. I don't think he was an elite closer
1: in his time. He was very good, but not not the elite level like Mo or like or like Trevor Hoffman.
0: Right, and I, this was when this battle first came out. I saw Mark Cher, who happens to be one of my favorite players of all time. I love Mark Cher with every bone in my body. He had 500 homers with 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 four different teams. He's a terrific player. He is not an elite player. He doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. He's the much a position of a
1: very good player. Very good player. That is just not Hall of Fame worthy. Exactly.
0: He 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 I probably doesn't deserve. He got
1: one, like, he got one point eight percent, which is like nothing.
0: Right. So I guess ooh, Mike but, Schilt was high by Padres. Jake. Mike, you Sch- want
1: their bench coach? Uh,
0: no, player development something. Cool.
1: Okay. I thought he
0: got. I thought he got. I thought got job, Um, but yeah, no air on for you, huh? What was that? No a rod for you. Uh,
1: I am very anti <sighs> a rod. You're you're fan we of showing can, We we can uh <laughs> yell about it. We we have argued on Twitter about this. I am very if you don't if you aren't suspended or aren't punished for it, then you didn't then you didn't do the crime. Right. Yeah, right, then you right, should yeah. be allowed. Yeah. It, and
0: Bob, a rule a rule that was instated in the nineties and then LB woke up one day in two thousand five and decided to enforce it. The players after that should be penalized. Yeah. Makes right. sense.
1: Opinion's an opinion. I mean that that's where I stand. Are are you are you so look at a guy like would you vote for Cano to be in the Hall of Fame?
0: Uh I don't know Cano's numbers off the top of my head. I don't know if he's a, uh, he, a Hall of Fame
1: player. I don't know if he's over three thousand hits. I'm sure he's close to it. Uh, I'm gonna try to look at yeah, it. Right I,
0: now, I would I have think. to. I would have to look at and and. He's at twenty
1: six hundred hits. He's a career three oh three hitter. I'm sure he's close to like four or five hundred home runs in his. Oh wow, he's only at three thirty. Okay. I thought he was that more, so this completely changes that.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's holding. It. With,
1: with the with the steroid two times, uh, I'd say it's probably not. He'll be on the ballot, but he won't get any votes. Yeah, I, think, I, I don't think he gets. It. I don't think he. I think if he was clean, I think he'd have more of a chance. But now looking at his stats through a, through a microscope, I mean, yeah, no, I don't think, I don't think he's
0: for it. There was one player who on Twitter there were there was like a, a not a large but a loud following for for the Hall of Fame.
1: That's Tim Lincecum. Tim, Linsicum. what what does that mean? Like an allowed?
0: Well, they, it was a small group, but they always seemed to pop up and and, and make his case. I not at all. I don't think Tim Lincecum is a Hall of Famer at all. But there was a large group Tim is more of like that that fan favorite kind of player. Yeah, I don't think you think I think he had an ERA of four, if I'm not mistaken. I, I don't he, no, he had I he the perfect not. game. He wasn't. I don't think he was anything good, you know? He uh, wasn't deals. anything special.
1: All right, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, There's Scott Rowland. I mean, he wasn't anything special. No, a no. few, a, a guy like Jeff Kent, I mean, a, lo- a lot of people vote for him. Some, like, are very against Jeff Kent. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know much about the guy. Andrew Jones is another guy that always pops up on yeah. the list. And say, I think Todd Helen's a Hall of Famer, personally. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. But What was his percentage this year? Was he close at all, or no? I
0: thought he was pretty close. To be honest, I—I I, I didn't look. I last year he was close. I didn't look at the numbers this year yet.
1: Uh, yeah, that's really it on the Hall of Fame. Do you have anything to
0: add on that? I uh, one more thing before we add here, I just want to say, life is tough for be a double fan. Uh,
1: very. Uh, if you if want, though, you can come fun. to the garden with
0: me and watch some Ranger playoff games.
1: <laughs> right. I, the I mean, look at this, Look at this! I mean, Chris Kreider has thirty goals. And we're not even halfway through the season yet. Hank has passed the torch to Igor Sheshterkin. I, I think he's Vesna right now. Oh, believe absolutely. it or not, absolutely. The, the guy, the guy's been ridiculous. I can see. And, I I
0: can and, totally see them trading for a veteran, you know, bottom six four like Phil Kessel. I can totally see them trading because I think he's in an Arizona right now. I can totally see them just
1: the, the guy, the guy plays every single game.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, congrats to Keith Yandel. Uh, the New Iron Man of uh, yes, yeah, so I saw coffee. that.
0: Yeah, was he uh two ninety six? I think the number was. Oh,
1: no, no, no. It's, it's like a- nine twenty six. Nine?
0: I thought it was two. That's my bad. Oh, no,
1: it's like nine hundred consecutive wow. games. On and, K- and Kessel's and Kessel's making his way up there too. Kessel's at uh nine twenty or or uh uh Yandel was at nine sixty. Kessel's at nine twenty. Oh, I he's believe. so he's right behind them. Yes, he's wow. he, he's close. He might even like creep up on the prior record. I don't I don't remember the guy's name off the top of my head. That is tough and sport uh, hockey. That's really tough, and that is really. I mean, look at look at the the pain that these guys go through. I yeah. mean, these guys get shoved into the boards, all any injury hit hit up high with pucks.
0: Right, and, and we it's we we go, we go ice skating last weekend. I can't speak for myself, but in in, in, <laughs> no, in, in twenty five minutes yeah. we were complaining about our feet. We were off the ice.
1: It, it, it's a tough sport. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and these guys play yeah, mentally and
1: physically unreal. Uh, is there anything you want to add on the Nets Knicks, Knicks the basketball Jake, in general?
0: New York basketballs and it's in a tough spot right now. Uh,
1: is, uh, is it worse to be a Nets fan or a Knicks fan? I, oh, I probably have to Knicks, say it a definitely Knicks. Knicks
0: I I just think it's more disappointing to be a Nets fan. It's any, such
1: a oh, I hate watching them every single day. It's tough, and I've, my my hatred for Julius Randle. That's really, really, really started to grow.
0: The honeymoon for him is over. I mean, yeah, the season runs for this guy. The fact that he's not performing is probably the sole reason Knicks are where they are right now. He, I mean, he's been really bad. Really like, bad. Historically. The guy the guy forgot how to shoot. And it's nice to see RJ Barrett, you know, occasionally he'll have that big uh, game. I
1: he's, play, he's played really, really well. He's probably been... Our best player. Right. Him and Mitchell Robinson have probably been their two bright spots. Mitchell Robinson's I
0: mean. always hurt and RJ Barrett's hold too inconsistent for me still. So.
1: Uh yeah. And a lot I mean I've seen a lot from Obi. I think they need to get Obi a lot more minutes. I was and, gonna say they're gonna they start putting, putting Obi
0: Toppin well. on the on the milk cartons like a missing child. where where the hell is Obi Toppin?
1: Can the, this guy get on the please? He de- definitely needs to play more. Absolutely. Absolutely and, and for the I and, thought when, when they the game against the Cavs the Knicks outscored the Cavs by 20 points with O being quickly on the field. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm not on the field, I'm on the court. I saw he, I mean, he, He's in plus territory
0: ridiculous. by like 40 points over Toppin. It's, it's a ridiculous he brings, number like that. He, he brings that swagger, you know? Oh, yeah, he does bring that. He absolutely <laughs> brings that swagger. You absolutely know it. Absolutely. Uh, Anybody else? Jake, I think we touched on it all. Dude, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up for you, Jake. You did a nice job in the middle of the show, uh, guidance right. through it. Um, Jake Schwinger, Joe Morales for our two respective shows. Take care, everyone.